1: 3.51 on a Friday afternoon, we're live from Studio Lumo S.A. Right here at number one, King William Street in the city. Beautiful day outside, 20.3 degrees. Just a reminder, we'll be heading to India to have a chat to Bharat Sundarasan. He will be live from Bengaluru, which was formerly... Bangalore. Thank you very much, Ruch. Uh, Australia taking on Pakistan. We need to win. Talking of winning, it'd be nice to know... What is going to win the Melbourne, the uh, Caulfield Cup, and I And the Melbourne say. Cup, too. Yeah, both. Uh, that is run tomorrow. It is the world's richest 2,400 metre handicap race. It's worth $5 million, which is about the salary that our next guest gets per year. And earns it. Oh, he does, because he's one of the best res- race callers, if not the best, in the world. Matt Hill joins us now. Hello, Matty boy. Gamba and Rochi, how are you? <laughs> Good to talk to you. Uh, From Bangalore to Caulfield, here we are.
0: And uh, I tell you what, um, it is a a terrific race, the Caulfield Cup. Uh, It's probably one of the better runnings of it too. Um, There's been a few that sort of suggested over the last couple of years that the Caulfield Cup uh, has been weak in class. But uh, it's hit back this year, that's for sure. It's a a beauty.
1: Maddie. growing up as a young fellow, it was the ultimate guide how horses performed in the Caulfield Cup as to how they'd go in the Melbourne Cup. That's not quite the case anymore.
0: It certainly still can be a guide, uh, but they want to win the race outright as well. Uh, being a 2,400 metre race, mm. you do get horses, that specialty 2,400 metre horses. And we're, we've got some horses in the race this year that probably won't get the 3,200 metres of a Melbourne Cup. So this is their absolute uh, aim. And sometimes that's the guessing game. You try, have to try and work out who is set for the Caulfield Cup or who is just having a rehearsal Mm. for the Melbourne Cup. And that can be tricky. And there's even a couple with question marks over them uh, tomorrow. But uh, overall, um, we've got all the horses we wanted to be there. A Mm. lot of the form coming out of the Turnbull Stakes. And then we've got the Japanese with Breakup, which we don't know a lot about, but we have to respect them. They've come and conquered in Caulfield Cups before. We've got the Sydney Form out of the Hill Stakes with with Hood Yamal and also Montefilia. Um, and a bit of English form as well with Akita Sushi. So overall, we've got all the horses uh, that uh, we wanted to go to the Caulfield Cup and uh, always a little bit of guessing about uh, which horses are set for it, etc. So all in all, all all is ready for a big one.
1: So Matt, I love that it has an international flavour. I'm not one of the isolationists who just wanted to be an Australian-New Zealand race. (laughs) But then how do you, as an expert, and how do I, as that once-a-year punter, work out the international form. How do I translate to that? To what Caulfield's sure. all about tomorrow?
0: It's a good question because the the form doesn't tie in. So in mm. in a case of break up tomorrow in the Caulfield Cup, uh, break up ran in a race called the Arima Kinnon, which uh, is run on Christmas Day um, in Japan, mm. and uh, it was beaten a long way by a horse called Equinox. But Equinox is the best, probably the best horse in the world. So even though he didn't get near Equinox, he's, he's running in top, top grade, um, probably better grade than what a lot of our horses are running in. So you always have to give a big tick for that. Um, it is impossible to tie in, but you have to also remember that we've had Japanese horses come and conquer before, and they don't come for no reason. And I think Breakup is a horse, strong barrier number five. Uh, so it's drawn well. It'll sit midfield. And just needs a bit of luck. A little bit of luck's required in a Caulfield Cup too because they go usually hard early. Then they tend to put the brakes on and then by the side of the track when they get to about the 800, they really put their foot down. And it becomes an energy-sapping 2,400-metre race. It's certainly not a sit-sprint. So you have to be a brilliant horse but you have to be a good stayer as well. And I think that's where the Japanese come into play and certainly the British horses over the years as well.
1: Yeah, and... Break up the Japanese horse, uh, to be ridden by Damien Lane, who's had success in Japan as a jockey?
0: He has. Well, he's a bit of a pin-up boy in Japan Mm. at the moment, and he won this race on a Japanese horse uh, four years ago with Mairda Glass, who came over and started one of the favourites and and bolted in uh, with Damien Lane. Of course, he rode Lee Grasseur to win a Cox Plate as well. Uh, the year after. So, now overall, uh, Sulcum is an interesting horse. Of course, there's a bit of a footy connection there with a lot of the Richmond boys uh, involved. A few uh, well-known names in uh, in Sulcum. Jack Riewoldt. Lynch and and, uh, Jack Riewoldt, of course. So, uh, Sulcum was outstanding, winning three starts to go in the Heavily, and uh, really turned the corner on that occasion and then ran well in the Turnbull Stakes uh, the other day behind Gold Trip. A lot of form is behind Gold Trip. We haven't mentioned Gold Trip mm. yet, but he was outstanding there at Flemington. The only question mark, the connections don't want the track to be too firm. Now, uh, I think they're not going to get their wish because the weather's been superb, believe it or not, in Melbourne over the last... I can't, can't even believe I'm saying that. Over the last couple of <laughs> days, between has been 25, 26 degrees. It's going to be relatively similar tomorrow. So... As a result, it's the track by 5.15 Melbourne time would probably be a good three, and that's not the conditions that Gold Trip wants. So I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if Gold Trip even scratched before the running of the race Ooh. if the track is too firm. Okay. And no horse has ever carried 58.5 kilos to win a Caulfield Cup. So there is a little against Gold Trip, uh, and as a result, I'm, I'm working away from him.
1: Yeah, I heard Kieran Maher interviewed during the week, and uh, obviously, as you'd understand, they're going to be very cautious and protective of uh, Gold Trip. All right, mm. no pressure on you, but uh, your, your, your no. top, top three selections, Matt.
0: <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, I think without a fight uh, goes in number two. Beautiful. Uh, terrific run in the Underwood, and with Mark Zara, gate. It's hard to knock uh, without a fight, number two. I think you have to put in Sulkham, number eight. Mm. I think Duke de Sessa, number nine, is a very interesting horse. Um, this horse, formerly raced in France, John Allen, 53 kilos. He would be surviving on air and lettuce to get to 53 kilos, uh, and he wouldn't do it for uh, no reason. So I think mm. Duke de Sessa, number nine, is a real chance. And I wouldn't be completely ignoring a horse called Francesco Guardi, number five. I think he'll go very close in a Melbourne Cup. And you were talking about the Caulfield Cup being a big guide earlier Mm. on. And I reckon we'll be walking out of Caulfield tomorrow... In the back of our mind, thinking Francesco Gardi runs a really good pipe opener tomorrow for the Cup. So, is Jan- uh, numbers two, five,
1: eight, and nine. And nine. And, uh, and then in your fourth place, uh, Francesco Gardi, number five. James McDonald on board. Is he booked in the Melbourne Cup for that horse?
0: Uh, I'd say he would be, yes. Um, and, and rightly so. Uh, this horse, he won the Mooney Valley Cup, uh, absolutely destroyed them last year. And everyone said, well, that horse could just about win the Melbourne Cup. But the only issue was that the connections hadn't paid up for the Melbourne Cup. Mm. They hadn't nominated for the Melbourne Cup. So he wasn't actually in it. So they haven't made that mistake this year. Mm. He went out for a long spell. Uh, this is his fourth run this preparation tomorrow. And he'll have his fifth run in the Melbourne Cup this preparation. It'll be nice and fit, raring to go with uh, the Chris Waller magic. So I think Francesco Gardi is someone you have to admire.
1: All right. Just the three... Female jockeys in the Caulfield Cup, which is great to see. Linda Meech, uh, Winona Coston, and Jamie Carr. Jamie Carr on the J- Joseph O'Brien trained Valiant King down the bottom, number 18. Do you give it any chance? He's a very talented young trainer.
0: Oh, I certainly give uh, him a chance. And the, the reason being that, obviously, it's got no weight. It's a mm. 50 and a half or 50 kilos barrier one. There's only one thing, though. Can you believe it? Um... And I'll stand corrected. I don't think a horse has ever won the Caulfield Cup from Barrier 1. Oh, really? Um, okay. So that there's something uh, against Valiant King. The, the thing oh, is, it chased a horse called Desert Hero at Royal Ascot uh, in June, and it was a 2,400-metre race and ran really well. So this horse is an out-and-out 2,400-metre out horse, so he's here for the Caulfield Cup. He's here for the Caulfield Cup and nothing else. So he's been set for it, has the inside draw, and li- has literally got a featherweight. Is, wouldn't even feel it uh, with 50 kilos. Uh, so uh, yeah, with the, with the speed on, I can see Valiant King, if, if it gets the right okay. run, Caulfield can be tricky from that inside gate. You're going to hit a lot of uh, traffic blocks on the way, but if it gets a clear run, it has to be in the finish.
1: Alright, Matty, in 20 seconds, you know that Roach is the tightest man on earth. If he was to have a dollar each yep. way on something else on the program, do you have any other fancies or uh, horses you like tomorrow? Yeah,
0: one of the one at $11 in race three routes. Race three, uh, number eight, uh, named Wings of Song.
1: Okay, and for further advice, I'm going to try that air and lettuce diet. What do you wash it down with? Water.
0: Well, I'd do it with a scotch and coke, but I need some <laughs> air and lettuce myself. Uh, wow. it's,
1: it's, not, it's not fun, not good for the brain,
0: but to the jock's seem to do it. It's absolutely, uh, basically air and lettuce. Uh, that's what Johnny Allen would have been surviving on for the last four days.
1: Uh, you <laughs> two have both been in good paddocks. Hey Matt, we really appreciate your time. <laughs> I thought I heard your voice uh, in the studio here at Mowi today. I thought the man's everywhere. Who's calling at Mowi?
0: Uh, the Anna Moslansky at Mowi today. They have a big day, the Mowi Cup. Cup you know, there's about yeah. 50 country cups in Victoria in the next uh, month or two. It's And we've got four mm. over the weekend. So uh, it's a great time of year because all of the communities get behind their racecourses. And uh, I think we've got uh, we've a Voka, Horsham and Seymour over the weekend and Moe today. So, uh, no, it's a great time of year.
1: Matt, we wish you all the very best for the Corfield Cup. You're a pro. I know you'll nail it. Uh, this race will be going all around the world. No pressure. We wish you all the best. <laughs>
0: good on you, boys. Good to hear from you. Oh, he's very
1: generous. For those who are going to have a dabble on the Caulfield Cup and et cetera... What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Beautifully done, Reaching And those numbers again, 289 and 5, courtesy of Matt Hill.